Good day, good afternoon, good whatever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woken Bait. What is likely to be the very last Woken Bait for the foreseeable future. I don't know. I might change my mind in a week. But I gotta take a break from uh, Woken Bait. Not just to focus on streaming service and chill. Uh, but I need a break from it. I need a break from having to keep up with the goings-on of people that don't care about any of us that are really focused on their own things and and if we're honest with ourselves most of our elected officials don't give a shit about us or anyone we know so rather than uh, focus on that and trying to remain quote-unquote woke or conscious about what's going on around us honestly this shit's draining and I'd much rather watch ninja movies with my friends and talk about MMA and that sort of thing so I'm taking a break from Woke and Baked for a little while. I'm going to dive into the streaming service and chill so that I can hang out with my friends, watch movies, and talk shit. Because there isn't a whole lot in the world that I'd rather do, and it's certainly a lot more fun than waiting for President Joe Biden to do something that pisses me off. Uh, the same way that I, I got tired of waiting for Donald Trump to piss me off and having to react to all of it. I'd rather just focus on my family, focus on the things in my life that I can control, and what can I control? What I decide to uh, to watch or put in my, uh, my spirit. Because if we're honest with ourselves, the stuff that we take in is the stuff that stays with us. And I'd much rather watch a movie or listen to a piece of music or fucking just about anything over pay attention to national politics in any country, in the United States, in Brazil, in France. All that shit's overwhelming. Wherever you are, the people that are talking to you on TV likely don't care about you personally or your loved ones or any of the things that affect them because their business is politics. And I'm not sure who said it, but a very wise human being said, politics are uh, is like sports for ugly people, right? You put on the TV, and you have to assume that the person talking to you about whatever policy they've got doesn't doesn't necessarily give a crap about you, and they are working for the people who are giving the uh, giving them the politician the message to give to you. If you look at what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris did um, as as Attorney General of the State of California or as uh, Senators from Delaware or California and you look at their district you can't really point to the wonderful things that they've done for their communities as elected representatives from their states so with that being said cautious optimism just know the people that you are dealing with have a track record that tells you everything they are going to do and with that being said, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm unplugging from the news networks. I'm unplugging from that big media machine. And I'm just going to watch some movies and talk some shit with my friends and go for walks and listen to music uh, because that's much healthier to me, for me, than to pretend that I, I care about what's going on in uh, Washington, D.C., or in Berlin, Germany, or uh, any of these other places that I love. 
because the place that's most important to me right now is my home. And I'd rather, I'd rather focus on putting a new door on or changing light bulbs or upgrading the chicken coop. Like there's, there's a million things that I would rather do than listen to the blabbering bullshit that comes out of Washington, D.C. between now and January 20th because nobody knows how this is going to go, how any of this is going to turn out because on Monday, we, we're, we know that the Trump administration are going to be filing lawsuits alleging voter fraud and we'll see the evidence that is presented in front of us because let's be honest, if the media is firmly for or against whoever... Uh, they, you know, are talking about, all you will hear is whatever they want you to hear, which on one hand, that's, that's the media. And, and as someone who's worked, um, in more corporate media than a podcast in the past, I can tell you that those folks are only there to sell advertising. That's it. That's the only thing they exist for. It's 12-minute blocks of scaring the shit out of you or getting you excited or feeding you hope porn um, followed by two or three minutes of selling you some bullshit that you don't actually need. And the bullshit gets progressively worse every 12 minutes. The first 12 minutes will be uh, an affordable car. The second car they sell you in the second break will be slightly more expensive and then so on and so on. They're just gonna sell you more expensive cars and then they're gonna sell you medication for, it'll start off with like erectile dysfunction, then they'll move on to selling you the heart medication because the boner pill you're taking is causing you to have heart issues. Now, because you have the heart issues now, you're getting a little bit depressed, you're getting scared, your anxiety's running high. And in the third commercial break, this is where it gets great, they are gonna sell you the anti-depression medication. They do that because they fixed your boner, now your heart's funky, and because you have this existential dread coming your way, they're gonna give you some antidepressants. And between all of this, they're also selling you national chain restaurants. So, yeah, it's it, it all exists to sell you shit you don't need. And the more I travel and the more attention I pay to news in other countries, it's the universal rule. They're selling you shit you do not need in between getting you angry about something you can't do anything about. And that's why that news media exists. They're not there to inform you. They're there to sell you boner pills and and Chryslers. That's it. You know, and, and as the show goes on, maybe they'll sell you a Mercedes. Maybe they'll sell you a Lexus. Maybe they'll sell you an Acura. But they're going to start with something you can probably afford that's more reasonable for, you know, like what you need, even though you don't necessarily need a new car. They're going to get the, those wheels spinning, no pun intended. And then, then they're just going to move down the line to greater and greater debt that you are going to have to go in um, because you want that vehicle, because you want this, uh, this imaginary lifestyle that doesn't do anything for you. All it does is add additional debt to you, which adds additional anxieties. And who needs that shit? All right, folks. That being said, here is our, um, I don't know, our post-election breakdown, I guess, myself and Jake. Uh, coming up later, we'll be, doing, we'll, we'll be revisiting uh, Ninja Assassin because it's just such a damn cool movie. 
All right, folks, have a great day. It's uh, it's Sunday today. I don't know what day it is when you'll be listening to this. But again, thanks for listening to this. I'm going to go hang out with my dogs. Yeah. What's, uh, what do you think is the most interesting thing that has happened this Saturday? Um, By the way, if you're at home, I'm sorry. I got food in my mouth. It's it's all good. In fact, this is one I would use as a video cast so people can see you. Like, Actually, funny thing. um, So Dwayne used to always bring in jerky. Mm -hmm. And he would eat jerky while he was on the air. And you could hear it. He used to drive me up the wall. Um, And I have misophonia where there's like, there's certain noises I can't handle, especially if they're like in headphones. So I would, I would turn him all the way down and read his lips. But the, uh, so most, uh, do you think he's going to leave? Like, do you, do you think like Trump just leaves the white house and everything's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a distinct possibility that he stays and, and let's be real honest about it. Right. It would not be hard to believe that. The folks inside of the Democratic Party or folks that just hate Donald Trump would assist in the rigging of an election. Now, it's also completely possible that that many people dislike Trump. A record number of Americans have decided to vote against Donald Trump. Well, and that's right. That's what I feel the vote was. I feel the vote was it wasn't a... um, it wasn't a vote for Joe Biden. It was a vote against Trump. 100%. Yeah. 100%. No one was excited to vote for Joe Biden. They were excited to vote against Donald Trump. Exactly. And I got to be excited to vote against Donald Trump and Joe Biden. So I feel like a winner. I mean, that was, that was what a lot of people didn't understand was that. And I, it made me, I understand their point now. I, I did kind of to an extent then, but when you're talking about um, voting a third party, voting inside of the two-party system, if your only goal in this election was to make Donald Trump not the president, reasonably you could vote for as a Democrat if you had zero concern for what happened after that. Now, everybody knows that whatever policies that Joe Biden has or that he takes mm-hmm. with him into office, they're not for Americans. They're for his corporate sponsorship. Like that's, he's been a corporate sponsorship kind of guy for like 50 years. Now all of a sudden he gives a shit about the American people. So people know that about Joe Biden. They know his son makes him very blackmailable. Um, yeah. We know that uh, he probably got did some illegal shit with his son uh, involving kickbacks to the big guy. And most Americans knew that. And they hated Trump that much. That's my point. So this is, okay, like... Um... On so many levels, I like I don't even I don't even know if I'm ready to go down that road yet. Like I almost feel like I need some time to mourn. But we have Trump, who is gonna throw a fit, who's not going to exit out of the office graciously, um, or gracefully is what I should say. Uh, and then we have Joe Biden, who is like. 
I could walk down the street and six or seven of my neighbors are probably more qualified to run the country than Joe Biden. Um, but it's not Donald Trump, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but it's but it's not Trump. Um, well, most of them are going to have Trump 2020 signs. Um, I don't particularly care for the way Trump uh, handled the coronavirus, um, the COVID situation. Um, I think he was like he's really big in the deregulation. Um, the one thing that really kind of bothered me with Trump. And we've had this for the past couple presidents. We've had this for Obama. We've had this for Clinton. Um, at least Trump was right-handed. Those other guys were left-handed. Um, never trust someone who's left-handed. But um, the whatever they would box Southpaw. They're one of those people that they wouldn't box Southpaw. They would box Orthodox, so you wouldn't realize they were jabbing you the entire time with their strong hands. You would just think they hit really hard, like a dick. Um, but um, now, actually, the uh, funny thing is, so I was a right-handed southpaw, um, which made my left hand worthless, which that cracked me up, that line in Rocky, because it's so true. Like, um, what? what line? Oh, there's uh, so there's a line in Rocky where Mick uh, says, like, when he switches, because the game plan for Creed in part two is Rocky's going to come out uh, orthodox. And then... When Mick gives him the signal, he's going to switch to Southpaw. And uh, and Mick tells him, like, early on, it's like uh, the whole problem with being Southpaw is that uh, is that when you're right-handed is that your right hand's good and your left hand is worthless. And honestly, it's one of the truest things I've ever, like, I, like and maybe it's just for myself. Maybe there's other people that are better. But, like, me, like, I had to switch to Orthodox. Because, like, when I'm in Southpaw, my left hand is worthless. I mean, it's good for defense, but I can crack you with my right, and I got a good, like, lead hook. Um, but, like, you know exactly where the punch is coming. You know, if I throw a left straight at you, like, you don't even have to worry about blocking it. You can just, like, smile and be like, ah, that was cute. Um, it's, it's, it's almost entirely for defense. Um, and I see how that relates to Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Um, I don't know. I think we just kind of went on a tangent there. And that works. Um, um, yeah. It's a, weird, it's a weird time because we have a guy who is a – he was a hack, right? He was a dude who was around the Democratic Party for a very long time. He was – Picked to be Obama's vice president because he was Mr. Status Quo. Um, it's funny because when you first said we have a hack, I'm like, which one are you talking about? Um, um, I mean, they're all they're all not you know great human beings, but we knew Kamala Harris was a prosecutor who um, kind of greased the wheels for big tech in California. Yeah. Uh, we know she's not going to be good on on subjects like censorship. Uh, we know why she was picked. We know 100% why she was picked. She was picked because she was able to raise money. She didn't get any support as a presidential candidate. Uh, candidate. Nobody gave a fuck. But she was able to raise a lot of money. So we learned that when, Obiden, when Obama was running, 
we knew that. I like O'Biden. I think O'Biden's a good O'Biden, name. O'Biden, well, we got eight years of him, right? So yeah, um, well, we're going on twelve here. But, well, you know, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that the Barack's going to have some influence there. So here's where uh, you know it gets kind of weird. When when Joe resigns, which will probably be happening January 27th, um, in the case of President Harris, who gets to pick her vice president? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the person from the Democratic Party that's probably going to be running it. All right. They're going to find their um, uh, uh, Dick Cheney. Yeah. The, okay. So I um, just to roll back a bit. We got on the Southpaw conversation because I think every president from Reagan to Obama was left-handed. Oh, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so just for the listeners, I don't. I man, it's weird. Like I, I'm not happy. Like I honestly, like, like on one end, I'm 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 happy that Donald Trump is no longer going to be our president. I am incredibly disappointed that Joe Biden is going to be our president. Like, I don't like, I mean, you see the machine in action right now. It's you see how fake America has become, like how polarized we are, how like, because if you ask someone about Donald Trump, they love him or they hate him. There's no like, there's not that middle ground where it's like, you know what? He did some things I really liked. And he did some things I didn't like. I think like there, it was either. I think there's a lot of that. But when it's done, when all said and done, there are going to be a lot of people that are like, you know what? I liked his policies, but he was a fucking asshole. But him being an asshole is what got you to pay attention to him in the first place because he was loud, because he was abrasive, because he was obnoxious. I liked his America First trade policies. I, I like that a lot. I thought that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that um, the last. I don't know, 16 years worth of presidents have done a really good job. And more than that, really, the last 20-something years of presidents have done a really good job of fucking off trade deals with other countries. And that's fine. They were getting their pockets lined. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, they have their corporate— Well, it'd be stupid for you not to. It'd be fiscally irresponsible for you not to. Um, yeah, so that's—and that's where we are. Well, that's where we're at. We know we're getting more of the same status quo garbage— but maybe yeah. I could be wrong. You know, like I could I could be wrong and we could all be wrong about this. And it turns out Joe Biden is the reinvigorator of America. He's he's making America great again. Or it's we're gonna get uh four well, Kamala years. makes America great again. I you know what? She might. She might He's in there for like three weeks. But she you know what? She might. I here's I think if I'm going to guess, and there's a part of me that's very, very hopeful, whatever trade deals that we had with uh, with, with China that we were going to be looking towards moving to, uh, to India, I hope that Kamala Harris can make that happen. I, um, I, I know her mother's Indian. I, I hope that she's the one. That, she knows a guy. She can just oh, I'm, I'm like, sure. Hey, Bruce. So Bruce DeFoss. My understanding, and, and I'm, I've done zero research into this, but other folks... So you're an expert. Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm, a me- I'm a media fucking giant here. Um, this comes from uh, Dr. Shiva in Massachusetts. Apparently Kamala Harris's family background on her Indian side is a very well-to-do uh, family. I guess they're... Um, they, 
they come from she comes from good stock as they say i would hope so like it would be sad if like oh our vice president is poor indian trash you know but but what does that say if you're like a poor indian kid and you're like oh shit um I really can do anything. Like this is the daughter of an Indian immigrant who is someday. Now, I'll have a solid bowel movement. Maybe, yeah. Like maybe they'll stop poisoning the water uh, to yeah. control us. You know, that'd be great. We could start there. Um, but I mean, there's there's that possibility that we could, you know, we could move some great manufacturing to India. We have great rapport with them. Um, I, I think I, that- I I did like um, that was and so that was something that I think like a. Honestly, like, okay, we we can accept that Trump was moving the brand. Like, the guy is, he was playing the role of an idiot, but the guy's actually a fucking genius. Um, and there's a lot of decisions he didn't. Uh, I don't think he made correctly the handling of the the COVID. Like, the only reason why I have issue with it. Like, you can say it's no big deal or it is a big deal, but the reality is is it's a political issue now, and it never should have been a political issue. Um, and I think he's the one that made it a political issue. Um, yeah, he's he's one of those presidents where you can definitely point to, to many flaws. Like, he didn't do – he didn't – he wasn't batting a thousand with the way that he handled everything. Um, I do believe that the media was out to get him from, from jump. Um, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think – He was supposed to be America's bad guy for four years. Uh, yeah. We, because we robbed the media of eight years of Hillary Clinton. We'd be halfway through whatever Hillary Clinton was that, uh, whatever it was that she was going to do. But what we need to, if nothing, I was going to get a job rewriting history. It was going to be wonderful. Um, it's going to be, you know, <laughs> it's going to be part of the department of truth. But so with Hillary Clinton though, like, do you think that, that Jeffrey Epstein would have ever gotten rearrested? If Hillary Clinton was president, probably not, probably not, because it would have been they they would know how deep, uh, deep into it she was. She should be grateful she's not president. She she might be in jail or I mean, she should be in jail. You really should be. Uh But um, I mean, I don't really I mean, they all should really, you you know, and I think this this is kind of an interesting moment for us to reflect on the political elite. All right. I just want to say one thing. Okay. If you are in the position to realistically become president of the United States of America, they've they've got a, somebody has a lot on you, right? The United States of who? The United. I've heard of this place. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a small place. Uh, on oh, the just up Canada, but between is it just up past Nova Scotia, a little maybe. I don't know which side of the country Nova Scotia. I'm terrible with my Canadian geography. I believe Nova Scotia is the East Coast, correct? Oh, you were uh, oh you were educated in America, so you don't know where. Oh wait, or Germany? Germany. Ah, oh, so there you so Nova Scotia is where they tell you where it is. Ah, uh. <laughs> Nova Scotia is right here. It is in the palm of my hands. It is in my heart. Nova Scotia is everywhere. We are Nova Scotians. And we are not here to take your shit. 
1942 didn't exist. Um, <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about um, what the, do you have any predictions for anything uh, in in the Biden administration? I um okay. So going back to the election, I really honestly thought Biden was going to win. Um, like I I just felt it with like um, I had looked at several. I mean, the guys at Fox News were getting sick of Donald Trump. Like he was calling in, and you could see them kind of being like, "Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up! We got to go to a commercial break." Like what? Like you know how like like okay, doing sound off, doing like political radio, you get like a guest you're really excited about, yeah. and then you're like, uh, and then like uh, like Joe Miller. When I got Joe Miller, um, love you, Joe. Don't take this the wrong way. Um, would never vote for you, but. Um, Anyway, so when I got him on, and then all of a sudden, like, he randomly shows up to the studio, and, like, he runs in with his Red Bull, and he wants to talk about his run for Senate. And um, so you get, like, you get that guest that originally you, like, you're really kind of, you really kind of into, and then eventually you're like, stop fucking up my show. Um, that's what I felt Donald Trump was. By the so way, I think... I needed to talk to you. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> about coming on and fucking up my show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, so, um, and no, I get, I get what you're saying. Like, you get those guests, uh, and doing sound off is a perfect example, where you're like, the first time you get them, you're like, oh, that's great. But here's what makes it worse, right? Like, if you are that host, now this dude's the fucking president of the United States of America. And yes. imagine you just wanted to have a, like, you just try and get through your morning, your morning bullshit, drink some coffee. I'm back with the morning dickheads, and we're going to talk about morning dickhead stuff. And I'll kill an hour with Trump. What the fuck? And now the president calls in, and he just wants to bitch about something, right? But he can do it the president. Now, that's like... That's like being the ultimate phone guest. It's like, and, and on the phone right now is the president. The president, he can call anywhere, and he immediately gets to the front of the line. Um, anywhere in the world, by the way, not just your show. Yeah, yeah, but he's, but he really likes you. Like, yeah. he likes. Oh yeah. But they've had it. Well, here's here's where it gets really funky, right? Because you start talking about the president, and you start talking about the media and the way they interact. Um, now we've seen that the the relationship with Fox News get very coarse uh, over the last few months, maybe the last year or so, uh, and so there's been some static there. Um, it's weird that all of the uh, all of the major um, news networks all jumped on the same guy. Um, but what they one of the things that they aren't talking about. Um, is that there? There are real investigations into voter fraud during this uh, this election, mm -hmm. and and so realistically, we thought for a while that I mean, we we saw how the machine works, right? Like we know how the machine works. We it saw. We saw when Al Gore, when Al Gore was elected, and then uh, George Bush's brother said, "No, no, 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 that's not okay." He it, we got it explained to us like several weeks ago. Um, they said, this is exactly how it's going to happen. Um, uh, little Reagan Jr. is going to jump out in front, and then little Obama Jr. is going to grab the mail-in ballot vote. And then, um, you know, we're going to get uh, the, oh, my gosh, what the, uh, the Nosferatu lawyer of Donald Trump. It's going to start suing everybody 
Like, like this was all, it was all, it's all playing out exactly like everyone said it's going to play out. And so what happens if there is voter fraud? What if we can, what if voter, I don't want to say we, cause I don't like, I, you're not going to go candidate lost. Like that's the great thing about being a libertarian is you never, you're surprised when you win anything. Um, but <laughs> you know, no, cause you're never surprised cause you never win anything. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like hosting a podcast based in Soldotna, Alaska, and being nominated for an Anchorage Weekly's podcast of the year. You fucking know you're going to lose. You're called Woken Baked, stupid. <laughs> Your name is misspelled, but you got 3%, so you're so fucking stoked. <laughs> it sounds cool to say. Um, yeah. yeah. And here's, here's one thing. I've talked to friends of mine who, by the way, hate Joe Biden. Absolutely hate yeah. Joe Biden. Um, of course they do. And there's plenty of reason to hate him. I don't, I, I hold no ill will against anyone who hates him. A hundred percent. And, and none of those folks that hate him were excited to vote for him. But what I what I'm going what I'm saying is this like most of them don't give a fuck if there was fraud in the election like and these are these are normally like law and order truth and justice human beings um, you know like but they're like I I don't give a fuck if they cheated let's just let's just fucking not wake up to anxiety um, <laughs> just close our eyes and like four years later we'll wake up and this will all be over. The, the thing that I think people don't realize is that not a lot is going to change for a couple of different reasons. One, uh, Republicans still have their own uh, seat in the, at the legislative table, right? There, there is one. Yeah. That, um, so, so that's part of it. Like that, like the eight, Senate. I you, well, what you're bringing, uh, I think you're, you're you're tapping into something very important here, because the Senate didn't shift. So this is not an argument against Republicans. Um, this is straight up a um, not fucking Trump-like vote. Like, I, I think this is key, and this is the funniest thing in the entire world. Like, that was him getting kicked out by his party. Because I guarantee the guy that voted Mitch McConnell voted, uh, voted Joe Biden. Yeah, you. They're, they're people that appeal to the status quo, like they mm -hmm. don't actually want change, right? Like we're just going to get to where we're going until the vehicle stops. Um, yeah. And so that's how you end up, you know, with folks like Kamala Harris as the vice president, because people I just want to sleep in the back of the truck. You know. Yeah, they. You know, um, they they just want their. They just want things to keep going and not wake up with anxiety. Um, now, are you familiar with Michael Rappaport? Oh shit! Great um, actor. Um, he was in. Uh, he played Remy name is Higher Learning. Um, you know, he uh, um, really. I think he was over at my house for dinner like last Saturday. Sweetheart of a guy with his super duper thick New York accent, but. He, he the said, name is so familiar. I guarantee I know him. I just can't place him. You, you will. You'll, you'll point him out. In fact, you know what I will do? Link in the description. The greatest rapper of all time, Sean Price. He was in one of his his posthumous posthumous posthumous. I'll say it for you. But he was in a. That's what a, I'm here for. A music video <laughs> with possums and Sean Price. No, it was like 
it was like the Brooklyn King Kong or something. Just a cool low budget music video. But Michael Rapaport was in it. Like because, cats without the money. Um, and you know, and better because it's Sean Price and he's funny. Um, Sean Price who rapped about American Ninja. Oh. Yeah, so like we like Sean Price at Woken Baked. Um, as we should. As we should. Um, yeah, one of the greatest rappers of all time. He, he, one of his hooks, one of my favorite hooks of all time, he said, Your mom sucked my dick with blue cheese on my balls. I'll include that, that music video in the bottom. It's really funny. Um, the, um, I, I'm just. Dude rapped uh, about his, his wife's boobs and uh, and uh, uh, American Ninja. Like you can't really get mad at that. No, no, no. I, I honestly, I'm like, I'm seeing that as like on such a high level of, it, you know, it's like it's it's like so you paint the Mona Lisa, but what else have you done? Like, is there any moment? Like, did you paint the Mona Lisa with blue cheese on your dick? No. Or maybe you did. Maybe. You like, well, he, yeah, it was French. Italian? Italian is Mona Lisa. But it's in France. So maybe. Yeah. It was blue cheese. Well, the, the French, the French, Italian, or Italy. Um, okay, I'm going to switch my microphone super quick. Let me know if you can hear me. Right. I can't hear you. So I do want to switch gears a, uh, a sec uh, because it's um, I, I think it's definitely uh, worth it to talk about. Oh, you got a you got a blue. You got a yeah. Blue. I've had this forever. I just wanted to. I've just been wanting to use it, and I haven't gotten around to it. And then I was thinking, like honestly, it's like something to just carry out in like the in the bush. Like the thing's pretty fucking sturdy. Yeah, so gotta get it. So, so now you at home know where we're going with this thing. All right, uh, down the road. But we gotta we gotta talk about the thing that got us uh, together today. Because fired, we both got fired. That's ultimately why we're here today. 